The South Congress Podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. This is the South Congress Podcast, episode 121. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. <laughs> we we sound like the not so quiet storm. Yeah. What's going on, man? It's been it's been a couple of weeks. What's what's new with you? Nothing. Um, we're officially back in school as far as like with kids and everything. Mm-hmm. Um it was okay. It's just really weird because um, you know, having to wear the mask the whole time, which I'm like, whatever, that's fine. Um, I do feel like I'm starting to kind of break out a little bit near the chin area. But I'm starting to put lotion and whatever on just to kind of moisturize or whatever, just to kind of help with that. Wait, what is that from? The mask. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. We're out there in the heat. Well, I, we, I was, we were in the gym the whole time because mm. like this whole this whole week, basically what happened was, so this is what we did. Basically, before we actually got on uh, campus, we had the first report cards come out. 57% of the, of the kids uh, in the district failed electives. Including PE. Damn. Simply because not logging on, not doing the written assignments. Like, I do writing assignments to help with their ELAR classes, things like that. Like, just simple stuff. Like, hey, like, we did yoga today. What'd you think about it? Was there something that, you know, that you specifically liked or didn't? You know, write three sentences, wire, you know, whatever. And some kids wouldn't even do that. Literally takes about 30 seconds to do. And basically, we got in trouble. And so we had to reopen our grade book again give kids the opportunity to turn in stuff so they did i just said screw it whatever um if they got 50s you're getting 70s now so there's some kids that never did nothing got a 70 <laughs> and uh so we did this whole week said you know what everybody got your little chromebooks you're doing schoolwork. like we're not doing nothing PE related this whole week so that's what we did and um you know it was okay and some i guess the kids thought things was gonna be kind of back to normal-ish like they knew that to wear the mask but i guess they thought oh we wear the mask everything's cool we can high five we can dap each other up you know, we can sit whatever at lunch. No. Two per table, and they're all facing, like, you know, forward kind of thing. So pretty much if the person to your left or your right is not someone that you really don't know, it's going to be hard for you to talk to anybody at lunch. You can't you can't choose where you sit, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, like, so they're even, it's not even like the order you come in. It's this is your table for the year. Yes. Oh. And so, so like like with, uh, with my third period kids, I, I have all sixth graders now. So after third period, the sixth graders have lunch. So I walk them down, and there's three designated tables for my kids. And so it's like y'all three always sit at these tables the mm. whole time. And so I guess the, the kids are realizing, oh, this sucks. This isn't fun. <laughs> like I, I, thought was, I thought we should have wearing masks, and it's normal. So a lot of the kids basically were telling us that they were going to ask their parents if they can remain virtual because they were like, this is pointless. Mm-hmm. Like if if I can't dap my friends up, if I can't do this, I can't do that. You know, I can't even share a pencil with my friend or, you know, borrow a pencil or whatever the hell. Like, this is stupid. I might as well just stay home. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see how many kids decide to stay home. But, I mean, overall, I was okay with it. Um, you know, nothing to complain about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been more of the same for me. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I took, uh, not this last week, but, like, the day we did the show, uh, last episode, I took seven of the next nine days off as you should have just because uh you know you and i had a conversation last night with somebody who's also working from home and you kind of compare their situation to mine in that he like you see where he's sitting right now 
that's also where he works. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah. Um, so, you know, you don't think about it so much in the context of children, mm-hmm. but like they're also to a point where, and, and I should say, especially them, you know, they have been at home doing the same thing, even though they're doing the things that they like, the, you know, video games and Twitch and Minecraft, all, you know, all the stuff that kids do. How much paradise is too much paradise? Yeah, because then, well, what the crazy part is, that's right. But then you uh-huh. come back to school, like you said, because you want that change of pace. You want to see your friends you haven't seen. You want to make new connections. Then you find out that's not even there. Like, yeah, it's very limited. I mean, it's like it, which is weird because in the morning, they can sit in the the eighth graders sit in the bleachers. Um, they sit in the stands in the big gym. Mm-hmm. Seventh graders, they have to sit on an X on the gym floor. And then sixth graders stay in the cafeteria. That's how they split them up. And um, and so basically it's like, you know, there's designated blue X's. And with sixth grade, it's like, you know, only two per table kind of thing, just mm-hmm. like with lunch. And, um, you, you know, so they, they can kind of talk to like they can sit near somebody then and talk. But it's mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, yeah, you're right. Like I said, it's just not the same. And, and some of them, sometimes they kind of forget. Like um, like one of the kids in practice, uh, we were doing some drills before we uh, – uh, before we had like equipment mm-hmm. and um, he was waiting on the side and you know he had his mask down and I was like hey I you know tell him I was like I did this little hand motion put, put my hands up he's like mm-hmm. oh yeah I'm sorry so you know some of the kids are getting used to that but a lot of them at least like you know the football team they've already gotten used to the idea of wearing masks like you know I'll tell him like hey like you're in the drill or you're you know you're doing plays you can take it off They're like no I'm good like it don't bother mm-hmm. me so so yet you adults out there that are listening okay that are saying oh I can't breathe no I have 13, 14-year-old kids, 12, 13, 14-year-old kids that are literally running, playing football, doing stuff with a mask on. If they can breathe, so can you. Mm-hmm. Quit being a damn child about it. Yeah, no, I, I feel the same way. Like going to the gym and seeing people pull down their mask to lift. Like they wear it when they're not lifting, but they pull it down to lift. I'm like, this is when you have like the most droplets. This is when people can actually get you. Like when yeah. you're actively in motion. Mm-hmm. <sighs> They need to close everything down again. Well, no. They needed to close everything down the first time. That's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, But they need to do it now for sure. When? Because you have cases in Texas that arise popping up all over again. Yeah. Yeah. I think they said as a a country, like 1,200 people a day are still dying from this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I really do feel like it's going to be, not that specifically, but our conversation today is really going to tie around that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, speaking of some bills, let's take a short break mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and talk about uh, an experience that we had in common this last week. Don't go anywhere, everybody. <laughs> the South Congress podcast. So apparently, uh, Arch Manning, who I believe is Cooper's son. Because um, Cooper was the one who didn't make it like big as a quarterback, even though he was good too. Yeah, but you know, you you can't. The odds of having three NFL quarterback caliber sons are are low. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I think yeah, I think Cooper named his son after Archie, and he goes by Arch. So yeah, he's been on ESPN too, like going crazy. Like kid can throw, kid can run, kid's huge. Yeah. That Arch Manning kid. Yeah. Where does he play at? Where is he from? Uh, I don't know. Some 
stupid place with <laughs> green uniforms. Yeah, I forget. Because um, I'm slowly realizing that there's no true high school football unlike Texas high school football. Unlike or like? No. Uh, like, like there's no place, like, pretty much nothing compares to Texas high, high school football. Like, oh, yeah, for like, sure. Like, j- just because. Oh, what, and he's from, he's from New Orleans. I mean, even okay, if they were famous okay, from Okay, Louisiana has some. No, I'm it, talking about it, Arch oh. Manning, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he's playing Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Okay. They have some pretty good athletes down there. But I'm just realizing in general, like, at least, okay, outside of Texas, Louisiana, and Florida, there's really, like, the talent pool is just, like, day and night. We said Florida, Louisiana, Texas, mm-hmm. California. California, yeah, mm-hmm. to an extent. Yeah, I'll give, I'll give a little bit of California because, like, I, uh, let's just say that. So I was trying to explain to one of my coworkers our situation at the high school kind of thing with the season the way it's going, mm-hmm. and our quarterback situation is just lacking heavily. And mm-hmm. I think one of them is a transfer from Oregon or something was like one of their top players or whatever the hell. Mm-hmm. No, no. And one of the when he goes, so what's going on over there? I said, I said this is the best way to put it. I go, our quarterback situation. It's like you only have you got to choose between Josh Allen. Or Trevor Simeon <laughs> to be your starter, like that. That's the best way to put it, without being rude. And he was like, "Oh, I was like, yeah, not the best situation." No. Yeah. No. So let's talk about voting. Mm-hmm. Um, if you know, I re- I remember a time where uh, Stash was like. You guys need to really, really, really stress voting on the show. And we Stash, like, we you still it. owe Chris twenty dollars, you hoe. <laughs> but uh, it's it's funny that like he was so adamant about it at that point. We were kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And like now, I'm like, I couldn't imagine not doing it. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like he, you know, that's that's for for whatever Magistash, things you know, I don't voting. agree with. My mm-hmm. man Josh on, um, he has had some very like correct right ideas about stuff like this uh specifically like the need to vote um and vote heavy and vote on everything um so texas early voting um started on the 12th or the 13th mm-hmm. um so last tuesday um you could if you registered to vote you can go into a bunch of different polling stations and vote early um, I know a bunch of people who voted on Tuesday. Um, I went and voted on Friday. You voted Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell people about the voting experience. Um, because this is the first time I've ever early voted. I've never done that before. I've, I've usually done that, yeah. Okay, usually early vote. Mm-hmm. Um, just because you kind of had that time. or Because I'm thinking about it, like, you're teaching. So what do you, you go like, you used to go like after work or on the weekend? No, I, I would go on Saturdays because, mm-hmm. well, because remember, uh, before I moved up here, you know, I lived in Del Rio. So mm-hmm. my address is still San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So I can't just be like, especially during football season, it's damn near impossible just to be like, oh, you know, got to take off yep. to go do this. So I just mm-hmm. say, you know what? Screw it. Uh, after this game Friday we had, it was a home game. Um, I just, I had my stuff already packed and I just went straight home to San Antonio, you know, went to sleep. I mm-hmm. think I, uh, got there about to the library, to the Great Northwest shout out, you know, Northwest San Antonio, mm-hmm. uh, Great Northwest library about nine 30. I think I was out of there a little bit after 10. It was, it took me th- 30 minutes overall. I mean, the line wrapped around 
from all the way around, almost to the uh, street, almost. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that kind of sucked was uh, it started to drizzle a little bit, but I didn't care. I was like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. The guy in front of me, he was just talking about hamburgers for like literally 20 minutes. For whoever the hell he's talking to, I'm guessing it was like his girlfriend or something that lives in another state. I don't know. Because he's like, oh, y'all don't have Whataburger over there, do y'all? So, and then he ended the conversation. Well, I'm about to early go. I got to turn off my stuff. I love you. If there's anything somebody from Texas will do, it's tell you you don't have Whataburger. Yep. And that's absolutely <laughs> what he did. That's, that's the most Texas thing ever. Yeah, he definitely did that. And he and he threw out a Burger Boy out there. <laughs> so, um, who was there as far as early voting went? Who did you see? What would the people look like? Did they have their kids with them? Were they mechanics? Uh, were they fast food restaurants? What did you see? Um, I mean, I, I really couldn't tell. Everybody was in street clothes kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, old white people, middle-aged white people, old Hispanic people, older uh, black people, middle-aged black people, middle-aged... Mm-hmm. I mean, really, you, you had a melting pot of everything, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, there wasn't more one dominant group than the other. Mm-hmm. And they had, you know, they had people that are trying to... You know, get your votes or whatever kind of thing. And mm-hmm. they had um, someone come down. Uh, who was it? I think it was like a vote for uh, Mato Garza. I think it's like a Republican. I was like, I was like, I'm good. <laughs> you know, I told her, like, she tried to come up to me. I said, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I was on my phone kind of thing. So, no, I mean, it, regardless, like, I know who I'm voting for. You know, no, it was who like, you voted for. Yes. Oh, at the time, but it was who I'm voting for. No, no, for. yeah, but, but no, You're but right. in my mind, it's like, you know, I already know who I'm voting for. Like, when I, before I even got there, I knew who I was voting for already. Like, don't come me with this bullshit. Like, I I don't care what, you know, some sellout has to say that eats pancakes at Thakadiz. I don't care what he has to say. So, you know, I'm good. Yeah. Um. So when you get in, how many people they let in at a time? Did you wait in a bunch of lines? What was the actual, like, voting process? Um. Well, as soon as you got in, they had a little hallway and you went in. They had sanitizer if you want to sanitize your hands. Mm-hmm. Um. They had a lady up front and she pretty much asked you, um, she was like, you know, hey, have your ID ready. Um, is this your first time voting? Um, and depending on what you answer, if you answer yes, there's something else you had to do. If it wasn't, she was like, well, if you like, we can give you a pencil and you use the eraser end to punch your choice. Or here's a disposable plastic glove thing. You can wear that to press the button. So, um, <laughs> and so basically, um, I chose the I chose the, the little plastic glove. I was like, you know what, whatever, screw it, because I think they were running low on pencils, so you know it didn't matter to me. I did the hand sanitizer, put on the glove, and then she was like, as soon as the person in front of you, as soon as they go and they give their information, their credentials to vote, you stand right here, and then when the next line opens, then you go ahead. I was like, okay. So I waited. The guy in front of me, he went. I think I maybe waited about 10 seconds before another line opened up. And I went in, gave my ID. They check, make sure everything's correct. Then you sign paperwork, and they give you a little thing. Then they have somebody escort you to the little pole, which was uh, it was like literally a desk with a monitor, and they walk you through it. And you know, okay. And once you vote, like here, put this strip in. And once you vote, um, have it print the ballot back to you, and then you got to put it over here so it can cast your ballot, like, or else it won't count. It's like okay, cool. Mm-hmm. So, and then once you leave, like you know, then they go help the next person. So I, you know, in Texas. There's no more straight ticket voting. You have to literally punch mm-hmm. every single one, um, which I, I, I think they did is another way to kind of help do voter suppression because there's some people, yeah, they just want to vote strictly either Democrat or strictly Republican, whatever. And, you know, it would make the lines go faster. 
Um, but so you couldn't do that. So obviously, you know, I was just like, I did hurry up, boom, boom, voted, got in, got out. I, I think the voting process actually to vote took me less than five minutes. Mm. But the line, yeah, like I said, it's more or less about 30 or 20, 30 minutes. Like I said, I, I, I was, uh, I got in line about close to 9 30. I had to park across the street at HEB and walk across it, the one in the old neighborhood by your house, by your old house. Mm. I parked in that, uh, there's like a little parking lot where those little shops are at. Walked across the street to the library because there's literally no parking out there. And like I said, just got in line and, you know, waited, did my thing, voted, and got the hell out of there. And then went to go buy some tacos. Yeah. So, my process was was similar. Um, When you get in the building, they have you wait in three lines, um, typically two people to a line. Um, When it's your time to go up, they have you, they scan your ID. Um, they give you the forms, um, explain to you that you stick the, uh, ballot in the machine, you make your selections, it prints out your information and then you cast it. So same process there, like you said, about five minutes. Um, that's one thing I did notice, um, from the last time I voted that you couldn't do straight ticket anymore. I remember 2016, Mm -hmm. it was like, bam, you got it. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, (laughs) <laughs> when you see a race that is uh what do i want to say when you see a race that you it's the only person in the race how do you feel about voting for him? Uh, i'm sorry wait what <laughs> when you you know on the ticket where it'll show like democrat republican independent like on mm-hmm. a bunch of them yeah you know how some of them it just said like person <laughs> it was just that one person's name like how do you feel about people running unopposed like, are you happy for them i mean <laughs> It it really depends on what their intentions are. I mean, I, I feel like if it's unopposed, I feel like there should be somebody. I mean, I feel like that means they're probably doing at least a not terrible job, regardless mm-hmm. of what side of the floor they fall on. Like, <laughs> or, or, or there's just someone else with just not enough money to run against them, kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, but I always feel like like there should be everybody should always be opposed. Should always have some kind of opponent. Um, you know, especially because depending on certain agendas and whatnot, but I, I just feel like in general, why do you say agendas with three J's? Cause I can, <laughs> I'm just saying just certain agendas, mm-hmm. Jenga, um, you know, just that because, because again, what, what are we, you know, that person can literally stay there forever. Yeah. No matter, no matter how good or bad they're doing, they can literally be there forever. Make that little extra 30 40k a year mm-hmm. i would if i got elected to government office like at a low level i would never show up to work <laughs> i would never <laughs> i'm like no i got voted in baby like i can't i'm good oh my goodness i would be the worst um we we guys we have a friend of ours that is looking to get into um i'm not even gonna say politics but is looking to get into um reform i guess i should say activism activism yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's a guy who, you know, me and Peter have known forever, um, like 20 years, at least on my part, like 20 years. Um, and he just has these ideas like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I, I represent like the, the veteran side cam and you're going to be a spokesperson and kind of a man from the government. I'm just like, man, I I, I respect the idea. Um, I feel like some of you really should. You should actually use your goodwill, like he said. You need to quit fucking these hoes, and you need to start. Oh my god! You, you need to start. You, you know, start start getting more out there, more up. I feel like we're at that age where, you know, we're too old to be. You know, too old to be messing around with like you know these young, you know, dumbass people. And 
It's kind of like a put up or shut up at this point kind of thing. I, I think that, um, yeah, I like the idea. Um, so demographically, it's, Peanut, I'm getting to the point where it's hard to like decipher how old or young we are. Because I want to say like, okay, I was out there. It was, you know, people mo- mainly older, um, dressed really casually. So you know mm-hmm. that they weren't like at work that day. They probably work from home. Um, there were some younger people, like people like in their like early 20s. I didn't see like, I might have saw one kid that was a teenager. Only reason I think he's a teenager is he had a throwback Carl Malone jersey. Like that's um that's a that, that has nothing to do with stats. You just liked the colors, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah. Wait till you find out what kind of person Carl Malone really is. Wait till you get down the real YouTube hole. Um, but yeah, I I was probably out there about an hour. I had like an in service um on Friday, so I was like I had like an hour and a half to spare, and I uh, I was like okay well. In the suburb I used to live in, um, where it's still where I have to vote, it's a, it's like uh, 45,000 is the population. Mm-hmm. And even though people live all in and out of there, and even though it's in Travis County, so anybody can go there to vote, the city itself only has two voting, two early voting stations for, for 30,000 people. There's one at um, one at a gym, and I forget where the other one was, but the one at the gym was the closest to me, like a... Uh, uh, school district gym, like right across from like the stadium and all that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, went there, was in line about an hour. Um, they probably had like ten people in there working the polling place between, um, you know, the people who gave you instruction to the people in the individual lines to the people who made sure the ballots were cast properly. It might have been like ten people in there working. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, other than like the hour wait. Which is, you know, we've waited online way longer for way less important things. Yes. Other than the hour wait, it was all right. Um, so, you know, related to kind of 2020. So you did have like the elderly people who would show up. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they identify. Maybe it is by the ID. But like they brought a voting machine out to one couple's car so that they could vote. Um, I did see that. But mm, Interesting. Yeah. To relate it to... 2020 so you know everybody's in mask except one asshole who of course peanut of course of course of course okay he puts the mask on to go into the voter station okay but has it off the entire time he's outside stationary with a bunch of people that was the guy in front of me (sighs) yeah the older mexican guy okay i i you're why we're still in the house. It's you. It's you and the kids at the club. Um, but we might talk about club shaming later. Uh, so, other than that one guy, everybody was distanced. Everybody had their masks. Um, there was one guy who was trying to talk to me about something. And I'm just like, you know, I just gave him, like, the shoulders. Because I'm like, dog, we can't even talk right now. And if I, because I think he might have recognized me from somewhere. But, like, dog, if we, <laughs> no, like, just being on some cool shit. I don't know celebrity shit yeah but uh yeah i'm just like dog like if you had my number you could text me but clearly you don't so leave me alone yeah that was kind of the extent of that so Hmm. uh but yeah i um it took like an hour 15 hour 25 like the whole thing by the time i got back um i couldn't log into the in-service because it has a hundred people limit so i was like oh oh no what will i do (laughs) 
Darn. Yeah, man. I went and got a bunch of food for the air fryer. I have an air fryer now, guys, and I'm obsessed. Like, Peanut had breakfast. I was like, hey, Peanut, you want some more breakfast? And yeah. <laughs> Just like an air fry some stuff. Um, I, I love that damn thing. I'm about to be the air fryer king. Um, we should make plates and raise money for charity. Just give them away to homeless people. That'll work too. That'd be oh, the plates. Yeah. Oh shit! You cut out the middleman. <laughs> Here's the food. Fuck the middleman here. Oh man. Here's your shit. But yeah, um, it's a charity. You don't know what the hell is going on these days. So I think the first day in the state, mm-hmm. and somebody can correct me if I'm wrong. I think like a million people early voted. I know. No, it was uh, like over two million, like two point four million. Shit, the first yeah. day or first week? The first I think, day? No, I think it was like first oh, day. Oh shit! Yeah, in Texas, mm. I, I'm telling you, man, people are people. You know, they're 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 used, they're taking advantage of the time of the early vote to go do it. On a more important note, uh, three districts in San Antonio. I want to say Northeast, Northside. I think SAISD as well. Mm. Um, I know for sure the first two are correct. I think as I'm not sure if it's SAISD or not. I Pretty sure it's probably them, but I'm not 100% on them. But regardless, the city's three biggest school districts have uh, declared November 3rd, Election Day, as a holiday. Nice. So all the teachers going to have it off, go vote, that kind of thing. So basically, it's like if you early voted, you can sit back and wait for the results. If you haven't early voted, you haven't had a chance, well, you know, those teachers, staff, everybody, they're going to get to vote that day. So it, it, it's a paid holiday. Um, I I feel I know Austin ISD out here that they're doing that they they're, uh, they voted to make November third uh, uh, a, ho- a holiday for the for the staff and students so mm-hmm. they can go vote kind of thing election day is a holiday so I mean who knows maybe my district will do the same and I already voted so I'm good so mm-hmm. it should be a free day out for me <laughs> yeah that was the biggest thing for me like I know the log jam that is November third. Um, I've I've been there mm-hmm. even in 2016 when I went to go vote it wasn't like that long of a wait on election day but i think i might like took the first half of the day off and you know most jobs especially like federal and government state jobs have to give you an additional hour for time to vote Mm -hmm. um on that day so a lot of times it works out like that but yeah um overall like a real easy experience um so i got the sticker and like i lost it between picking it up and getting to the car yeah i want to take my cool i voted picture so I just did a peace sign with the finger condom. Did you get the finger condom? I did. I saw it. No, yeah. I didn't get one. No, they, didn't uh, they, they, they gave me the the plastic glove. Oh, I threw, they gave I threw, the glove. I threw yeah. it away as soon as I walked out. Yeah. So, guys, one thing you're gonna see um, when you go to vote, if you early vote or if you vote on election day, is because it's an electronic machine that everybody's sharing. They give you like an individual finger guard or a plastic glove in order for you to vote and hopefully not get contaminated. So, yeah, they gave us like a literally. A finger condom. And, yeah. Um, I kept it. Hmm. <laughs> it's so uninteresting. Just long enough to take the picture. I kind of needed that. That was cool. So, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, you and I both watched some programming together. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Don't go anywhere. The South Congress Podcast. All right, so uh, after your boy Trump acted a fool, uh, caught yeah. the COVID, whole family caught the COVID, mm-hmm. so they were sick and ugly. Um, after that happened, 
they decide that they're not going to do like an in-person debate. So ABC gives Biden a night. Uh, NBC gives Trump the same night so that they can go and have town hall meetings. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So we didn't watch the Biden one, but we watched a lot of the Trump one. Do you have any thoughts on the Trump town hall meeting? The whole time he was just defensive. It's like you're getting asked a simple question to give a simple response. You know, it's kind of like, hey, Cameron, um, how do you tie your shoes? And instead of saying, well, you know, you take your shoestrings and, you, uh, you know, this is how you do this and that. No, the, 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 whole, the whole time he just being defensive. Like, only people that get defensive like that are either, number one, they have nothing or they're trying to deflect from any bad shit uh, coming out from them. I felt like uh, whoever the journalist was who was mm-hmm. asking him questions was genuinely asking him the questions. Yeah. Um, I thought that oh, when yeah. he would push back, she would ask him to clarify, try to keep him on track. Um, I think the disconnect I've always had with Trump and genuinely, Besides I mean the racism, the bigotry, misogyny. Specifically, if I didn't know the things that you did mm-hmm. or the things that you were about, it's that when he talks, it none of it's positive. It's me, me, me. It's this is how they're treating me. This is what they're doing wrong to me. Um, this is why I can't get things done. There's no responsibility to it. There's no personal responsibility. It's all attacks and backlash. Kind of like Kobe the last eight years of his career. But the problem for me is people say, I like how he talks. He tells it like it is. And I'm like, damn, are you a bitch ass baby too? Like, that's always what gets me. Like, it just, the way he talks to people, it doesn't come across as tough. Like, it's all. It's very whiny. It's very much of a loser. Like, it's, it's just. There's no personal responsibility. No. Um. And then, like, he would talk about when she would ask him, what is your plan to do this? He would go back to, oh, here's why plans haven't worked because of this person, this person, and this person. Like, it's just the most irresponsible, like, bullshit I've ever heard. Um, A lot of Americans are irresponsible and full of shit. Yeah. He gets defensive about every single thing. Um, Yeah, I just, it's not... Of course, he bothers me, but the fact that so many people can say that they identify with him bothers me, or they aspire to be like him bothers me. You see that one lady who was like, uh, when they were asking about him, and one lady's like, he's so handsome. I love your smile, and you're so handsome. Oh, there was a lady on the, who yeah. came to the mic? Oh, God. Yeah. She was the one that, she's asking the question, Mr. President, it's an honor, and I just love your smile, and oh, I just think you're so handsome. Like, bitch, are you open your eyes? So, you know, she's not getting the meat. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that part, but, um, yes, if, if Donald, if Donald <laughs> Trump is handsome to you, you're not getting the right dick. Mm-mm-mm. I, I wouldn't dream of meeting someone accused of sexual assault and telling them how good they look. 23 times at that. Yeah. I, uh, <sighs> It's your friendly reminder that white women overwhelmingly voted for Trump. Yep. Yep. It really is. Because oh, that's man. what grandpappy would want. Oh, my God. I, I I have so many thoughts. But, but you know, um, going back to what 
you were saying like people that aspire to be him like i, I think the thing that really pissed me off about the president is that he had this he had the damn virus okay but again his privilege because he's president he got round the clock do- uh care he got every single um vax every single like you know uh medicine or you know vaccine whatever you want to call it like he, he got everything out there pretty much had a cocktail drugs into him you can tell by the way he was tweeting he was high as shit i think he's still high as shit the <laughs> way he's lit. talking yeah you know we need a stimulus now no before that before the energy was like you know nah whatever it's good now it's oh we need a stimulus now he's high as shit still um i mean i'll still take the 1200 dollars and still call him a bitch at, to his face and you know i already voted so it's all good no, but uh, you know, just going like going back to what you're saying about people aspiring to be like him and how gross it is. I mean, hell, just going to H E B earlier today, Round Rock on near Lewis Hanna Boulevard for, for really, any for any of you. No, no, no. Yes, no, no, no. Yes, no. Fuck that Somebody's place. Somebody's gonna rob us. I don't care. <laughs> they can try it. I'll fight. I got hands. I know how to fight. Oh okay? man. You know, you better have a gun and you better aim well and you better <laughs> hit me between the eyes because if not, you know, you're gonna be buried right right underneath the tree in the front yard. Okay, but anyway, okay, Peter O'Driscoll. There you go. Anyway, so, but no, the HEB off uh, Lewis Hennel Boulevard out here in Round Rock. Um, if any of y'all know anybody that works in the higher ups in HEB, please forward this information to them. Okay. <laughs> HEB still, um, for those of y'all that don't, that listen, that are not from Texas, HEB is our, our, um, our local uh, grocery store. Okay. And throughout the pandemic, they've done a wonderful job. I'll get to them. They've done a wonderful job, like having supplies, you know, paying the workers extra, like all that kind of stuff. However, if you go in there, they have masks or they have, I'm sorry, signs that clearly say mask required this and this. Literally was in there getting, you know, getting stuff for the week, whatever, shopping, minding my own business and everybody's masked up except one asshole. Can you describe camera what this asshole possibly look like no i cannot that's okay. that is your job okay so he was a heavyset caucasian <laughs> with a beard with literally a maga hat on and he was not masked up he wore no mask his wife with him or whatever i guess wife baby mama whatever or whatever you want to assume i'm i assume they have uh kids because they had two carts or buggies for those of y'all in the north the northern eastern border that area buggies or the country um they had two of them so i can only assume they had kids uh between the two of them which if you are from texas san antonio that area you know when you see people with more than one shopping cart and it's full of junk food that only means one thing lone star card which you know sir you're welcome for your groceries okay not pocket watching, but my whole thing is his wife, baby mama, she was masked up. This fool wasn't. And nobody told him anything. And this this pisses me off. It's because of shit like that. Because people who are afraid to speak up or whatever. It's the reason why like these people continue dumb shit. Think they can do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Because nobody's checking them. Like seriously, if you're responsible for the front, don't, you know, H-E-B, I'm sorry, don't put that teenager, that teenage boy or girl to work the front no, put a grown man or a grown woman out front. Say, hey, you cannot enter. Put on a mask. We ha- they and the thing is, HEB provides masks for people that don't have it. They're like, here, here you go. Put on a mask, okay? Make them, make them wear it, or tell them they can wait in the car, or they can go do curbside, 
they do the curbside, you know, delivery kind of thing, whatever. Okay. Or, you know, have the, the lady who's masked up, she can go in there and shop. Okay. But not this fool. But I'm, again, when we don't enforce the rules, people think they can do whatever the hell they want. So I can tell you right now, this asshole probably thinks he can go to any restaurant, he can go to uh, the bars, or he can go to any store, and that the rules don't apply to him because this shit, whatever. Okay. So, needless to say, any of you, any of y'all that if you work the front doors of any business and it's a uh, mask required and somebody is walking towards you and they don't have one on, please have the guts to put your foot down. Be assertive enough to tell them, hey, you need to wear a mask or get out of here. Okay. What's the worst they're going to do? Oh, my rights. If I, fuck your rights. I have the same rights, too. And you know what? I may or may not have a good chance of getting the virus, but, you know, I could be a host. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to get anybody else sick. Simple as that. Somebody HB, said, you fucking up. Somebody said American individual individualism is going to be the death, death of us all. It really is. Because I, people, people think that they're more important than, you know, uh, other people or that, you know, um, that sports are above a virus or, you know, church, you know. The, the big congregation of opinion is bigger than a virus. And it's like, no, we, we're seeing slowly seeing that this virus don't give a shit who you are. You know, it, the president himself got it. He was just privileged enough that he's a president uh, to have the round round the clock, you know, doctor care and to have every single medicine, vaccination, whatever possible that he can get it. Because, again, no one else is getting that treatment. If every single person that got it that you know got the same treatment he did then you know what sure i would downplay and say like yeah you know what fuck it okay if i get it i'm gonna be in the hospital they're gonna give me like 10 different cocktails of uh drugs or whatever and i'm gonna be okay you know stupid you know what's actually above a virus what the club huh so (laughs) i was on twitter and somebody was like um he was like club shaming is getting old um you need to stop worrying about what people, you know, what people want to do with themselves. Peanut. Club shaming. Like the idea that we shouldn't say anything about people who choose to go out to like bars and clubs and like big social events and then come back into the rest of our lives in grocery stores and Walmart and restaurants. I wouldn't go to a restaurant, but still. A workplace or, or whatever. Workplaces. Yes. Where there's people who are sitting at home doing being responsible, but because you're so horny and you're so much of a no good hood that you have to be out, out and about in the streets with the same with the, with the same hose, with with the, with the well, same no talk, good hoods. Let's talk and all. About it though. It, yeah. It's I as much as I love to blame my neighbors for mm-hmm. living wrong, mm-hmm. celebrities are wilding the fuck out. Like, they just had Cardi B's birthday party. Thousands of people, hundreds of people, no mask. Uh, T.I.'s album release in the club, hundreds of people, no mask. You released like, an album? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Which goes to show you how little of a reason there was for a party. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love T.I. and everything, but I didn't even know that he dropped an album. Yeah. Um... So yeah, it's it's top to bottom, man. It's rich people, it's poor people, everybody's wilding out with this. And like the idea that we shouldn't speak out against it is crazy because again, it's not that you're doing something to hurt yourself. You're doing something where you could hurt everybody. We're over two hundred thousand people dead from this thing, man. Yeah. And I like, mean that's 
it, it again it is just it's just a terrible thing to see and it you know i what was it was it uh taiwan or new zealand they just had like a big old concert mm-hmm. they literally eradicated it they sat down they shut down all their stuff you know the bars you know clubs whatever they had they i think they only kept open just like the grocery stores but even had that limited and whatnot mm-hmm. and but they sat down no one bitched no one complained no one threw a fit like a two-year-old like, like the way um you know certain people like you know you alt-right losers and you know you alt-right cucks you know all y'all that uh peanut otaku in the building no although guys uh i am trying to release a video cam's refusing to record it for me because i feel like you know with his editing skills and whatnot we make it happen i want to make a video called why wrestling otaku sucks in response to his why whatever sucks or whatever so i'm gonna you know i'm gonna point out why wrestling otaku sucks but no to go back to it basically my whole thing is it's like you've been saying if we all just sat down we'd be out and about we'd be enjoying life we'd be cool we would eradicate this hell you know everything would be good but you know because we have some people that feel like that their you know needs or their uh you know ability to go have fun and you know whatnot that they're hankering for and all that stuff and their need for for dick or pussy you know goes above someone else's health like this is the reason why we're going to be indoors for a while and again just here in texas alone Cases are popping up heavy in, uh, again, the rising in El Paso, Dallas. I think San Antonio is uh, rising a little back up to moderate. Like, I know uh, the, some school districts already clarified their risk is moderate, so they're they're scaling back the population 25% mm. instead of 50%. Yeah. So they're starting to scale back. And, again, for those of y'all that have kids and you don't want to be around your damn kids, well, guess what? Stay <laughs> inside, and we can send you, you send the kids to school, and then they can become my problem. But if not, they're gonna be stuck at home with you, and that's gonna be your problem. If we had sat down for a month, man, in March. That's all we had to do. Just just sit down. <laughs> but no, we're we're going on uh, November, and we're still indoors. Yeah. Well, some of us are still indoors. Well, for the most part, I'm just saying, just for the no, most part. I mean, part. that's the problem, though. Yeah. We're indoors. <laughs> you and I are inside of a place that we don't leave doing the show. Yeah. And I can promise you if I go to IG right now, we have this one guy um, who goes to my barbershop. So me and my barber are close. And so, like, we're all friends. And me and my barber, every time I go in, we get on. First thing I ask him is, you see how old boy's doing? You see how old boy's living? He's like, yep, I seen it. And he's out Every single weekend, all day long, and he gets cuts over there. Well, he still, um, well, no, he told me he actually tried to come, like, just come kick it because he doesn't need haircuts right now because he has like dreads. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he tried to just come kick it. He's like, no, I, you can't come kick it. Like, I see you out there, like, every weekend, like, you out there doing the most, ain't no mask, he's out there partying. Um, yeah, so it's no good hoods, people don't understand. Um, could call everybody a damn hood. <laughs> if you know they're, they're hoods, if if you're doing shit like that, I'm showing Peanut the video. That that's hoods too. Just out here, oh white people, <laughs> yeah. White people. That that is that legit at a uh, Rainy Street. Yes, of course it is. Yes, Dow Rainy Street's like the most. What is it, Peanut? Sweet Caroline. Bum, yeah. bum. That that's like the damn oh, national anthem down there. This one's better, so you can see just how many people are out there. 
I know somebody who went to a bachelorette party at Kung Fu last night. Jesus like, Christ. A bachelorette party in a pandemic? <laughs> what kind of hood ass, no good hood ass type <laughs> shit is my god. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like apparently like there's like some crazy record setting number of weddings uh last week. And I've seen like weddings on the timeline. Like, yo, is this really the time to get married though? Like I, I Peter, I'm at a loss. All I can say is please follow our gracious example. Get out and go vote. Um and really make a difference in all of this because we've been here for too long. And if having the same people in charge uh, was the good plan, we wouldn't have been indoors for seven months. So please take that and just being a decent human into consideration when it's time to vote. Um, but biggest recommendation, if you can go vote early, please go do that. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot less hassle. You have until the 30th to vote early. So if it's in your, in your district, you got an hour to spare. I know a lot of us are working from home, so we can kind of take a bit more leeway if we need to. Please get out, go vote, um, you know, help us get through this thing that we're in because, man, doing it the same way is not going to get it done. And, you know, you guys speaking with early voting, look, if y'all have the patience and the time to sit there and wait for um, your side piece's husband or wife to leave to go to work, <sighs> you, have, you have the time to get in line to go vote. If you have the time to be wait in line for the club, you have time to wait in line to vote. Plain and simple. Yeah. Well, that's that. Yeah. So basically, um, I'm trying to think if we have anything coming up. Yeah, I got. If you the, don't uh, vote, don't ever talk to us ever again. I got the Play for Alex 2020 charity event coming up, um, which you guys will see. Um, depending on when you listen to this, there's going to be a show released right around the same time. It's me doing an interview with my man Shane from Canada. Um, who does this event um, in honor of his son, whose son is still alive, so it's in honor of him, but in the spirit of him, um, called Play for Alex 2020, where he does a 12-hour Twitch stream. So Jesus Christ, yeah, 12, 12 hours? 12 hours to raise money for charity. Um, I think last year they raised like $1,100. The goal is $2,000 this year. So you guys will hear that show um, Man, if you also be, on this show. Twitching live stream for 12 hours you better make more than goddamn 2000 that is why oh my god we had him on the show so we're gonna get there holy um, shit but yeah um guys get out go vote make time to do that um make the change that you want changed um it's the south congress podcast episode 121 my name is cameron and i'm tristan yeah last week oh i don't want to tell you this but um i was closing the show with shane and i was like this is how we do it i say it's South Congress podcast. My name is Cameron. And then you say your name. And then I understand we're out. He butchered it so bad. So many times. It's it's you're going to be very upset when you hear it. Um, but that's the flames to keep the fire going with the show. You don't seem convinced. It's a South Congress podcast. Episode 121. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. And we're out. Go vote. Bye. Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comment, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.